One quarter to go. Argos up 24-17. Mike Hogan, Matea J with you. I, th- I feel like we almost have to put up that parental discretion advised warning yeah. because there's a Hamilton fan really close to our crowd, Mike. And she's not being polite. Yeah. <clears throat> but the Argos now about to start the final 15 of regulation up uh, 24-17. It's funny because uh, a lot of people complaining on the Twitter machine from the Ticap perspective about how one-sided the officials are tonight. Uh, the Argos have 102 yards in penalties. The Ticats 85. So there's that. How one-sided could that be? Uh, sounds pretty pretty brutal to me. <laughs> But uh, there were a couple of the last three minutes, the last two minutes of the first half seemed to go on forever. And the Tigers did take a couple of penalties that the fans here didn't like, put it that way. A 15 against Dylan Wynn. When it looked like the Argos were going to settle for a field goal attempt, but it turned into a McLeod Bethel Thompson to Devaris Daniels touchdown. Argos also have a one-yard Chad Kelly touchdown run as he was in on goal line. Andrew Harris left the game for the Argos. Schultz is back, the uh, starting quarterback for the Ticats, at least starting tonight with Dane Evans on the shelf. He went back to the room. He's back. You know, Nick tells me the last three minutes of that first half took 28 minutes (laughs) of real time. (laughs) It felt long, but that that is, wow. So I'll be back in Whitby tomorrow at about noon. But you know what? That just means there's more time to listen to the Argos here on TSN 1050. Next game for the Argos, by the way, is a home one. It's August 20th, Saturday, against the uh, Calgary Stampeders. Would love to have you come out and be loud because we do have the loudest fans in the CFL. It's official, according to Ticat fans. They think we pump in noise. Uh, no. Second and uh, 10 to go from the 21-yard line. Back to pass Bethel Thompson, five-man rush. He has oh, a man on the curl, a, and it is caught. Yeah, and, and a flag one. comes out as well. And one. That's a pass interference. Well, DeVaris Daniels likes playing at Tim Hortons Field. The remarkable catch last year at the pylon. Tom Valesi with the call. Pass interference. Hamilton number 26. A penalty is declined. Result of the play is a first down. So the fans are booing a penalty that's declined anyway. Okay. <laughs> He's made the catch. That was a great catch. That he went down catch. and got it. And I thought uh, Cariel Brooks was going to be able to knock it away. And he got over the top a little early, it looked like. And Daniel somehow made the catch. Argos go with a bunch to the near side, moving right to left. They give it to Olette. Big hole up the middle. And he'll crash it to the 41-yard line for nine. Second level of defenders for the Ticats closed it off. But a gigantic hole at the point of attack as he ran behind Justin Lawrence and Gregor McKellar. Yeah, A.J. Ouellette, you know, proving that one guy isn't able to bring him down in this game. You're going to need two, three Ticats, and it's not going to be fun. They'll give him, take you for a ride. They'll give him nine out of the 41-yard line, so second down and short. Bethel Thompson now comes up under center and falls forward and close. I don't think he got it, to be honest. No, he stood straight up. But they've got another down. To try and yep, third down. make it work. It is short. I don't think he got anything on that. And the Argo short yardage unit has not been great this year. And they are giving him a grand total of no yards on that play. I don't think he gained, gained an inch. And now it's third down and one. And out comes the punt unit. No. 
Oh, boy. Second down and one. And they're bringing out the punt unit. Oh, sorry, third down and one, and they're bringing out the punt unit. Obviously, Coach Dinwiddie didn't like what he saw on second down. You know what? He didn't like it. It, it. The short yardage has been shaky for two years now, but if Schultz isn't back and Jamie Newman is there, he's putting his trust in his defense. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But you should be able to convert second and one. No doubt. They're taking some time off the clock, and they will snap it with three. Haggerty will get it away. It's a short kick this time. It'll come down at about the 23-yard line. Woods will try to get outside. Nothing doing. But he squeezes out of the pile. Uh Uh-oh, this could be big. 30, 35, 40. He's got Flaherty on a wide man, and he's going to score with a holding penalty now. It's going to come back, I assume. A flag came out at midfield. A big return for Woods. I got to say this. Robbie Smith did an unbelievable job fighting off that block to get that holding call because this was going to be six. Holding. Hamilton number six. Micah Johnson. Robbie Smith forced that action by continuing to fight. He was being blocked. He continued to fight and was able to draw a holding call. Great job. Great heads-up play. You talk about the the, the the mental ability of Robbie Smith this year, taking it to another level on all phases. There you see it there. And it's a no-brainer. He's grabbing him by the four and the zero at the same time. When you see the jersey get yep. pulled back, they're going to call it every time. We'll come back. Ticats will take over at around their own 40 with 12.29 remaining here in quarter number four. 24-17 Argos. It's Argo football on TSN 1050. After the penalty that the Hamilton crowd loved, the Ticats will have the touchdown taken off the board, and it will go back to their own 40-yard line where they will start first and 10. And just what you need. I mean, this game's been weird enough. There have been some weird plays. And you know why? There's a full moon over Tim Hortons Field right at midfield. Oh, yeah. So it has to be the full moon effect tonight here in the Hammer. Argos right now couple of points up on Montreal, four points up on Hamilton in the CFL East. And they've got two games in hand on Montreal, one game in hand on Hamilton. Hamilton and Montreal, I believe, meet next week. First down at their own 40. Schiltz back in the game, drops back. It's thrilled as he throws the football. You know who it is. Oh, it's it's, a... You know who it is. It's Winton. You don't even have to ask. You know who it is? It's just Winton, baby. <laughs> wow. He's good at football. Like a wow. I just have no words for this man. I mean, off the edge, on the blitz, Schultz sets up the throw, play action, deep shot, gets drilled in the back, can't even get the ball off. Dylan Winton's on the sideline, and he's going at somebody. Probably the officials. No, it looked like he was in the face of a teammate. Wynn is the one who took the rough play earlier in this game. Back to pass. Schultz wants to go long. He's going sideline, and it is caught at the 51. Oh. Sorry, the 51. It will be a first down. Yeah, that, he's going nice... at Micah Johnson. So a little dissension on the Ticat sideline. That's normal. That happens to football. We saw it with the Argos earlier on. Brother, oh, yeah. brothers, brothers get in fights. Oh, yeah. It happens. That's a regular Tuesday in football. And you get the two defensive tackles for the Ticats. I guess they were looking at some video and <laughs> may not have liked what they saw. 
First down for the Ticats just across the 50-yard line. Schultz will run a sweep, and it's Tim White on the sweep. will get to midfield for a gain of five. It's the fifth rush of the season for White. White's looking like he's taking over, like you mentioned, that Braylon Addison role where he's getting carries and, and those short passes. But they, they're going to need a little bit more from him uh, to, to be able to pull closer to the Argos in this game. Our friend down below is not happy with number 46 for the Argos, which is interesting because there isn't one. Second and five. Probably means Winton. Argos just jumped. Or did they? The play was blown dead. Was the end of the Argonauts, Shane Ray, drawn offside? Yep. Five-yard penalty. Pete second down. Oh, Tom Valesi is not popular here in Toronto. Coulter Woodmansey, the former junior Argo, who played here tonight at halftime. Not Woodmansey, but the junior Argos. Oh, the ref is... Okay. So he's yelling at the ref. Okay. That's, that's like hilarious. Vickers all over he, this. Yeah, he's, he's on the mark. Our engineer tonight. Second down and 10 now from their own 50. Two to the near side, three up top for the Ticats, moving left to right. Back to pass is Schultz under a five-man rush. Has some time going long down the seam, and it will be caught at the 10 and going into the end zone. Is Tim White. It's going to be a 60-yard touchdown for the Ticats. No flag, and we're a point away from being tied. This was an unbelievable throw by Schiltz. But an even better catch by Tim White. This was good coverage. This was great coverage. And it's a just a, a, a throw it up situation where back shoulder, go up and make a play. And Amos just loses the side of the ball for one second, mistimes his jump. And Tim White has got the ball in the end zone. But excellent coverage, just mistimed for one second, and it's six points on the board, Hamilton Tire Cats. So they will attempt the conversion here. They don't have enough players on the field with the clock running. And there's no way they're going to get this off. They're going to try, which is probably not the smart thing to do. But they do. The kick is up. And he got it. One second left on the play clock. I don't know if everybody was set for a second. But they get it through and we're tied 24 up with 9.52 left. In the fourth quarter, we'll take the timeout, tie game, Argos tie cats. You're listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050. Tie game in the hammer, 24s. As the tie cats get ready to kick off after the 60-yard touchdown from Schultz to White. That's the guy in this lineup. We've talked about him. That's the guy that scares me from an Argo perspective, Tim White, and he showed why, why there. So Domagallo will tee it up at his own 30 and dropping back, Curly Gittins Jr. And Brissett is back with him, I believe. From where we are, the far end zone is just a rumor. <laughs> yeah, no, I believe you're right. I'm 19 and 18. No. Just waiting for Tom Valesi to give the okie dokie for Don Magala to kick this thing off. 
9.52 remaining in the fourth quarter, tied. Line drive kick, Gittens will take it at the 12-yard line, just inside the near numbers to the 20, to the 25, to the 30, to the 35, and out to the 40-yard line, and a late flag that he got pulled down by the face mask. Or do we have a hold on the Argos? It's a hold on the Argos, I believe. So this will go back 10 because... During the return, holding, Toronto number 44, 10-yard penalty. They got Brandon Calver, who took the two misconduct penalties last week and was given the boot from the game. So if that happened at the 40, they'll move it back to the 30. And then a little bit more. They'll mark it at the 28-yard line. So with 9.44, the Argos, decent field position. Not even anymore with the, with the way the rules have changed where you're used to getting it around the 35 or the 40 instead of the 25 to 35. Bethel Thompson, 15 of 26, 203, one touchdown, no picks. Got Declan Cross in as the tight end on the right side. Bethel Thompson has time, dumps it off to Cross as a checkdown man, and he'll take it across the 30 to the 33 for a gain of roughly five yards. Declan Cross again, two throws, two two targets, two catches. And you talked about how his usage has, has dropped a little bit, but, you know, they can get back to him a little bit more. Hamilton seems to forget about him once he comes into the game. So an easy outlet throw for McLeod Bethel-Thompson when all else fails. Good job by the O-line. Mack had probably six, oh, yeah. seven seconds there. That was good protection. And good job by the Ticat secondary. Nobody open. Motion of plenty for the Argos. They end up with three to the right, two to the near side. Bethel-Thompson reads it, goes wide, and it is caught right at the sticks. As it's Curly Gittens Jr., where are they going to mark it? Well, they're going to mark it about half a yard shy. No, Argos did not go for wow. it on third and they're one, not going for and they're it not again. going for it again. Oh, they've got it. They've got to look at this. This is like a foot. It's closer than a yard. It's way less than a yard. Dinwiddie may want to call timeout here. I think he just did. Yes. Yeah. They're going to call timeout, and I assume go for it. And, yeah, they're calling for the bigs to come in. Did they but, need to call but, a timeout there? No, they did I'm wondering why, because you were so quick to set out the, the punt team, it was almost forced to call a timeout there. Yeah. 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12. 1, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12. Yep, they got 12 out. They got the bigs out there. This will be about a foot to go from where the sticks are on the far sideline. Just shy of the 38-yard line is the third down marker. Just past the 38-yard line is the first down marker. So it looks like they need about a foot and a half. McLeod Bethel-Thompson under center. Uh Uh-oh. It's Kelly under center. He runs it to the right side and gets the first down. He'll take it out to the 40-yard line. He needed a foot. He got two yards. First down. (laughs) I mean, they have to try something else going up the middle because that hasn't worked. But when he takes two steps to the right and starts losing yardage, you start thinking, "Uh uh-oh, this is not good. But he's able to fall forward for the first down. The best at that by far was Doug Flutie. Oh, yeah. Who would just bounce down until he found a hole. And if, if there was penetration, he'd just bounce back and run around until he found something. First down at the 40-yard line. Argos have uh, the ball. Seven and a half remaining here in the fourth quarter. It's a tie game. 
Bethel Thompson to Olette. It's a run blitz. They hit Olette in the backfield and hold him to about a yard after he spun off the initial tackler. And it is... Second down, but DeVars Daniels time. Ted Laurent was in the game, part of the rotation. And they'll give him two yards. Second down and eight from their own 42-yard line. Clock moving just outside seven. I'm McLeod Bethel-Thompson. I'm looking. DeVars Daniels or Curly Gaines Jr. Kevin Kelly. Uh, sorry, uh, Cameron Kelly was back at safety momentarily. As they're mo- and he is. Yeah. Adelike is moving up. Is this a blitz? No. Different defense. There's there the pass. Is. There's your man. You wanted DeVars Daniels. He had it, but he lost it when they threw him to the ground. So he had both hands on it, but could not complete the play. And there's, once again, Cariel Brooks with a defensive play. Ball was there. He brought it down. Never had a good call. Yeah. So back comes John Haggerty for the punt. What are you pointing at? McManus was on the bike. Nick was just pointing out to me oh, that okay. it was something to, to check out. Probably just staying loose. Here's the kick. Not a great one by Haggerty Standards. Comes to the 25-yard line. Woods has it, and he will get popped from behind as the other Haggerty makes the tackle. Josh Haggerty back in the lineup tonight. Big part of the Argo special teams. And we'll take the timeout. Six, tw- or will we? Here, hang on. Hang on. Nope. Yeah, we will. We'll take the timeout. 6-12 remaining here in quarter four. We're tied at 24. You're listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050. Oh, we got a good one in the hammer tonight. Tied at 24, 6-12 left. Argos currently four points ahead of the Ticats in the CFL East standing. So it's, you know, it's the, it's the old cliche. It's a four-point game. You're either up by two or you're up by six. So a big, 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 big series here for the Argonauts. Ticats will take over at their own 33-yard line, moving left to right here. Argos in their white roadies, dark blue helmets and pants, light blue socks. Ticats in black with gold numbers, gold pants, black helmets. The traditional look. The big play on the last play for the Ticats offense was a 60-yard touchdown pass from Matt Schultz to the very dangerous Tim White. And the sweet Caroline thing has spread here to Hamilton. Back to pass. Got him. Schultz, down he goes back at the 30-yard line. You know who it is. Oh, it's Mack. You know who it is. It's Winton Mac. <laughs> Mac Manus. Just win, baby. Oh, my goodness. Got him back at the 30-yard line. A loss of three at second and 13. This man is a beast. And then Jagir Davis is one that forced the issue. Got to Shields first, and McManus was able to clean up. But you talked about Jagir Davis needed to step up. He did just that there. McManus tonight, six tackles, one sack, two sacks now, one special teams tackle. He's good at football. Unreal. That's a football player you want on your team and you hate to play against. And they're calling face mask against the Argos. No. Way. I didn't see a flag. 
And we didn't hear Valesi with the call, but they're marking it back, and this should be a first down. That's the second time they've gotten McManus on a sack. It's under review, at least, and they're moving it. So that would have come from upstairs, I assume. And you're going to get a look at the replay here. Tell us what you see. They're circling Ja'Garrett Davis. Does Ja'Garrett get him first up top? Yes, he did. Yeah. Yeah. Pulled the face mask. You can see Schiltz's head turn. So it's a first down for the Ticats at their own 48-yard line instead of being second and 13. So a big call in the correct one against the Argo newcomer this year, former Ticat Jagera Davis. Sean Thomas Erlington is in the game, and movement all over the place. Perhaps the center didn't get the snap off in time. Hamilton number 69, five-yard penalty. Remains first down. Well, Hamilton, everybody. Colin Kelly gets the call. The former Red Black and Edmonton Elk. Ticats traded for him during the season this year when they were nicked up on the offensive line. There, we finally get the Argo suck chant. It's been way too long for that. Hamilton fans are off their game tonight. They've been losing all game. Can't do it when you're losing. Inside five minutes left in a tie football game. Three receivers up top for the Ticats on first and 15. Back to pass to Schultz over the middle. Has the man across midfield. Close to first down yardage. He's got Keandre Smith. This this rookie, he's got some game, man. He's been playing well, especially against the Argos, a team that his dad played well for. And uh, Schultz has, has had a connection with them. Now they're going to bring out their short yardage team. Jamie Newman back in the game. That's the fourth catch of the night for Keandre. Second down in a yard and change. And Jamie Newman comes back in. Hello, Newman. like that one, huh, Nick? <laughs> yeah, that's good. Finally. They need a yard, and he's hit in the backfield, but bounces off. He's got a huge hole. There goes Newman, 35-30 down to the 25. It's almost 30 yards downfield and a first down for the Ticats. That's disappointing on a sneak to get 30 yards after he bobbled a snap. Jamie Newman is a good athlete, but 30 yards on a sneak is disappointing for any defense to give up. So the Ticats now in field goal range. Three and a half minutes remaining here in the fourth quarter. And they've got a first down at the 23-yard line. Argos at this stage have to feel content to hold them to a three-point attempt. Unless they can get a turnover. Ball at the 23-yard line. Left hash mark. Ground game. Thomas Erlington. Big hole near side gone. 10-5 touchdown. Ran a little bit of a counter. He came back, headed to the left, right side, walks into the end zone from 23 yards out, and the Ticats have a six-point lead. Yeah, they've been jump-started after that big 60-yard touchdown for Tim White. It seemed like the momentum has swung to the Tiger Cats' side. 15-yard face mask helped out this drive. And now Sean Thomas Erlington looking like the old Sean Thomas Erlington dusting out the cobwebs getting in for six what is it with the comebacks in this series yeah you go back to the bd comeback where where he kicked the 51 yarder last year the east final last year where hamilton was down the game last week where the argos were down 16 nothing or 13 nothing and now small comes in to try and 
convert the touchdown. It's up. He got it. Seven-point lead with 2.47 left. We've hit the three-point, a three-minute warning, and it's 31-24. Ticats will come back with the last three of regulation time. You're listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050. Well, the seesaw has tipped the wrong way for the Toronto Argonauts right now as the Ticats have reclaimed the lead. They led 3-0. They led 14-11. And now they lead 31-24, their biggest lead of the game, with 247 remaining in quarter number four. Domagala will kick off. Curly Gittins Jr. is back with Dejan Brissett. Ticats players doing jumping jacks, trying to get the crowd to make a little bit more noise. They're more than happy to do so, and they're playing the Argos. Two more games in this series. Calgary in town next Saturday. Hope to see you at BMO Field. Argonauts.ca for tickets. Free admission to the X with the tickets. Kickoff. Gittins. Seven. For the 15 to the 20. Comes to the near side. Tries to get the edge. Gets across the 25 to the 26. Oh, Hamilton's fired up now. Guys are flying around on special teams. Momentum has shifted. Now the Toronto Argonauts have to do something to get this back. Have to. It's a major drive right now where the, the floodgates might open. And the Ticats, who in the fourth quarter have been outscored in the 90s to the 30s this year. Don't have the proper number in front of me. All of a sudden, have turned into a fourth-quarter team leading 14-0 in this quarter. Bethel Thompson's going to come up to the line. He's at 59%, 17 of 29, 213, one touchdown, no picks. Three receivers up top. The Argos moving right to left, two to the near side. Bethel Thompson drops back, and he's under pressure, and he's going to get thrown down at the 15-yard line, a loss of 10. And now... It's long distance for the Argos on second down with just 2.36 left. Micah Johnson got there. Micah Johnson working the bull rush, keeps working because this is a play where Mikhail Blitton-Thompson is setting up a double move. He pump fakes, gets a receiver open late, but it is not enough time. Mikhail Johnson working on Justin Lawrence, kept working, kept working, kept pushing. Eventually got home for the Hamilton Ticats. Minus 87 was the point differential over the first eight games for the Ticats. They're plus 14 tonight. Bethel Thompson sets up the screen to Olette. The 20 is tackled there, a gain of five, more like three, and out comes the punt unit yeah. with 224. So now they need a special teams play, and they need something to happen on defense. Defense needs to pick up the offense, and it has to happen in a hurry because with 224, Still a lot of time ago, attorney in the CFL. But if Hamilton gets a score here, makes it a two-score game, then it becomes really difficult to come back. Very quick snap as soon as they blew it in. Not a great kick again from Haggerty. Comes down to the 43-yard line. And taking it as Woods at the midfield of the 50 to the 46-yard line. And they're almost in field goal range now. They may be in field goal range. We just don't know the outer limit for... Seth Small. Now we got an injured Argo on the play. 
2-11 remaining here in regulation. And the defense has to dial up something quickly. Will there be a 2-and-out, a sack, or in a best-case scenario, a turnover? Right now, with the ball marked at the 47-yard line, it would be a 54-yard field goal attempt for Seth Small, whose longest this season has come tonight. It was 43. And it wasn't like he kicked it out of the back of the end zone. Still trying to get a number of the injured Argo as he's down on his back with the training staff all around him. Coach Dinwiddie went out there as well. Uh, it's Declan Cross. I recognize the tattoo. You can see a shot of his arm. He's on his back. And he's just looking up toward the stars here in Hamilton tonight. 2-11 remaining, 31-24. A Ticat win, if they hang on, will move them to within two points of the Argos. Toronto has the game in hand. Montreal just two points behind the Argos. The Argos have, will after tonight, have a game in hand. And one of those teams is going to win next week, unless there's a tie, because they play in Montreal next Saturday. So the good news is one team will take the loss. The bad news is one team will get the victory. And Declan is sitting up now, which is great news, and is helped up. Ah. And he's limping. Favoring the left leg, it looks like. Declan from nearby Oakville. Played here at McMaster. And tough way to end it. I mean, he has his first two catches offensively tonight. The fullback who comes in and plays tight end. Such a good blocker. But now, the Ticats with a chance here to almost put a dagger in this. First and 10 from the 47. And they will go ground game to Thomas Erlington, and he will get hit at the 45, spin forward to the 43 for a gain of roughly five. It'll be second and five. This would be now be a 50-yard field goal. Yep, and I don't know if Small has attempted a 50-yard field goal, so, you know, Argos are at the verge where they cannot give up any more yardage if they want to preserve uh, a punt. Now they've got Jamie Newman in this game, so you know what type of play they're trying to run. Some type of sweep. Just to get some more yards. Absolutely, for this field goal attempt. Quarterback keep. Quarterback keep. Their Toronto Argonauts have to be keyed in. He is going to keep this ball. He weighs 230. He stands 6'4". And the Wake Forest product has a tight end in on the right side. Snap is good, and it's a quarterback keeper up the middle, and he's going to get close. Where are they going to mark this? It looks like it's going to be a yard, maybe two yards shy from where the far judge came in. It'd be a 46-yarder roughly. They're going for it. They're going to mark it. They're going to try the field goal. Where are they? And, boy, would this be a time for Brandon Banks. Oh, yeah. Or Sean Oakman. Yeah. It's tough kicking over 6-9. 
This will be a 46-yard attempt from the left hash mark. He has not he has not tried a field goal of this length in the CFL yet. The all-time leading scorer at Texas A&M. This was about his range in, in warm-up at halftime when I saw him out here kicking with the tee. So it's going to get close. He got it up. It's a low-line drive, and he got it. And that is huge with a minute 40 left. So the Argos are going to have to score, and it looks now like they're going to have to get the onside kick. Hamilton, 17 nothing here in quarter number four. Nobody, not even the most positive Ticat fans, saw this coming. As they their, their struggles well-documented in the fourth quarter of this season. Not with a backup quarterback. <laughs> but that's the CFL for you. You have to expect the unexpected well, week in and week out. <laughs> the, tight, the, 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 the Argos lost to the Red Blacks with a backup quarterback. There it is. And uh, there's a lot of similarities between Schultz and, and Caleb Evans. That quarterback who can extend plays with his legs, wait for things to break down in the Argos secondary. But tonight, it was tight coverage. The big play that the momentum turner tonight was a 60-yarder from uh, Schultz to White. Tight coverage by Amos, and White pulled it in and walked into the end zone. And then a 23-yard run by Sean Thomas Erlington. So back deep once again. Again, inside three minutes, the Argos have to take the kickoff. They can't take it at the 40. And it's going to be Curly Gittens running up to take it at the 11-yard line near side. We'll cut to the middle, stop at the 25 and take it to the 31-yard line. And the Ticats are geeked up right now with a minute 34 left. I talked about the last drive being big because if you don't score there, the floodgates might open up, and now... Uh, the front four of the Hamilton Ticats can just pin their ear backs because they know it's going to be it's a throwing situation. Defensive backs can expect pass patterns. It's just a tough situation to to be successful in. But some, I will say this: McLeod Bethel Thompson is great in these kind of situations where it's just tempo, go, 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 and air it out. Now, one player we haven't seen on the field all night is Cam Phillips. Back to pass. McLeod Bethel Thompson near side, caught by Gittins, thrown down and inbounds. I haven't seen Cam Phillips on the field. No, neither. That's what I say. I haven't seen him all night. So I don't know if that was a late scratch or what happened, but we have not seen Cam Phillips tonight. No word. We don't have a sideline reporter, so we apologize. Let's get Nick on it. He's been sharp tonight. He'll figure it out. Nick Picker, our producer here tonight. Second and a yard from the 40. Clock moving. And Bethel Thompson throws far side. It's going to be a first down at the 45 into the 48-yard line as he's got Brissett for his first catch of the night. It'll stop the clock until they get the sticks set with a minute 18 left. And we've got an injured tie cat. Cam wow. Phillips injured his groin in warm-ups. Thank you very much. That's what got Tommy Neal in. Tommy Neal then injured his ankle. Big loss for the Argos. He's been coming on as of late. And, you know, last week we talked about him him being the spark. Big body, big play receiver. Tough to lose a guy like that. In warm-ups. Yes. 
And there's a tie, uh, there's a tie cat taking a knee on the far side. That's why the stoppage in play. And it's Siante Evans. Had, a, had an interesting game. Oh, Probably better boy. better game than not because he was in contesting passes, in on a lot of plays. Got beat a couple times, but made a, a, a couple you know key plays in this game. And there's the rule change there, where all of a sudden the field corner is involved a lot more with the narrower yeah. hash marks. Absolutely. So they'll have a first down from their own 48. Bethel Thompson under pressure, and he's sacked back at the 40-yard line. And the Ticats have a different dance for each guy on the D line. Loss of 10, loss of 8 back to the 40-yard line. Second down and long. Argo's up on the football. Obviously three down territory right now. And they will snap it with 14-13. So that's seven seconds run off the clock. And they've got a wide open Ouellette uh, underneath. Mm. And he'll make a move at the 50 to midfield and get out of bounds almost. Buries the shoulder down to the 46. It's a first down for the Argos. He got almost 30. Uh, he's Now he's coming up limping and hurt. He did early. And Dan Adepoboye in very quickly, the Toronto native and rookie out of Bryant. Argos second-round draft pick this year. Great effort by A.J. Ouellette. Looked like he was getting shot, stopped short of the sticks. Makes a move. Makes another move to get extra extra yardage. Andrew Harris came out of the game in the first half with an upper body injury. From the 46-yard line, it's a first down Argos. 50 seconds remaining. They've got to get big chunks now. Bethel Thompson. Oh. Near side through behind Banks. Again, miscommunication. They've been off all day long. Yeah. And Banks ran an out. Matt threw an in. Yeah. As you've seen a couple of times, miscommunication, Banks getting upset, Matt getting frustrated on the sidelines, talking about things. They've been off. And that's weird because you got two really cerebral yeah. football players. It just, for whatever reason, is not clicking uh, early. Sec- and- second and 10 from the 46, left hash mark. Argo's moving right to left. They're down by 10 with 46 seconds left. Bethel Thompson has some time. And finally breaks down, and he dumps it off to Adebayoye to the 40 to the 38. So he'll get seven, eight yards on his first CFL catch. And it's an odd one, but for the second time tonight, Bethel Thompson, when it looked like he was going down, gets a positive out of a negative, and on third down and a yard and a half with 37 seconds left, the Argos have to start looking field goal or kick the field goal now, one or the other. Bethel Thompson dumps it out to the far side, and it's going to be caught at the 30 yeah. for the first down, which will stop the clock. They've got to either kick it now reset. or go end zone. Yeah. I think you kick the field goal now, to yep. be honest. Yep. 29 seconds left. Because you're going to need the, the onside kick either way, and you still have the 30 yards to get. Kick the field goal, maybe hit on a Hail Mary or a pass interference. At least you give yourself a chance. Yeah. 30-yard line. Shot. I think the Argos went offside. It is caught over the middle by Ambles, down to the 21 for 9, but I think this is going to come back. Whoever the receiver was up top, I think, was offside. Whoever was waggling. Tom Belesi. Offside. Toronto number 16. Five-yard penalty. Repeat. First down. Brandon Banks just a hair early. 
in motion on the right side. Sets up a first and 15, 35 from the 35. You got 19 seconds left. You have to go end zone. Back to pass. Bethel Thompson goes over the middle on the crossing route. Two banks to the 25. Dives forward to the 22 with 12 seconds left. Yeah, that does nothing for you. No, got to go end zone. Even if there's nothing there, take the shot. Take the shot or at least I stop well, the clock. There's, there's not enough time now anyway. Yeah. Because this will take five seconds, six seconds. Yeah. Clock is moving now at 10. Back to pass, Bethel Thompson. He's going to go end zone near side. Has Gittins. It was picked off, but well out of bounds with two seconds left. So you tee it up and you take another shot. Major foul, roughing the passer. Hamilton, number 96. Half the distance of the goal. Automatic. First down. Ticats about to win, and the fans are booing. <laughs> this is why Ticats don't get good things. <laughs> Hey, man. It'll move it to the 11-yard line. So no breakup since 99. <laughs> That's it. Nothing this millennium. They have not won a great cup in a year that has started with a two. <laughs> That's not good. And this is why. And the Argos are going to try the field goal now with two seconds left. Maybe thinking point differential down the season. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, the Ballard Cup is decided by point differential, <laughs> I'm sure. about the Ballard Cup? <laughs> I'm just Let's kidding. be honest. But, uh, but point differential potentially down the road in yeah. case these teams you don't want to leave any two yeah, and two. Exactly. You don't want to leave any points out there, especially yeah. if you can get them. But I would have liked to see this maybe 30 seconds ago where yeah. you, you kick it and get the extra point. Then you still have an opportunity. But now it's, it's just over. So we'll dial it up again on Saturday. A big game now with Calgary coming to town. And Montreal and Hamilton with a chance to tie for the lead with the Argos next week, should the Argos lose. So a big, big game. We want to see you out there at BMO Field next week. The CNE is underway. It's a CNE game. Free admission to the X if you buy an Argo ticket. In this era where you're looking for great deals, it's about a, as good as it gets for the Argos. Tickets roughly 20 bucks to get in, sit in the end zone. Injured player was Jamal Roll. He's going off now. And the Argos will try the BD field goal tonight. Good from 23. Good from 23. Good from 47. This will be from 17. So, again, the Argos sputter in the red zone. Although this is as much clock as anything else. And they're waiting for the injured player to make his way to the bench. He's, he's on the Argo bench right now, so he finally gets to midfield, so now we'll get the opportunity to get the game's final play in. BD from 18. Is up. It's good. And that's it. We have zeros on the score clock. 34-27 will be the final, the big play. Matt Schiltz hitting Tim White for 60 early in the fourth quarter. And right now it's a two-point lead all of a sudden between the Argos over both the Ticats and Montreal Alouettes. we got a couple of minutes here in the day. Wrap it up for me. 
disappointing effort, uh, especially after that first half. It's almost a flip-flop of how Hamilton Tiger games have been going all season long. Usually they get a big lead in the first half if they're going to win a game and then squander it in the second half. But now the Argos come up, and they're ahead at halftime by a touchdown. And then in the second half, the, all the momentum goes to the Hamilton Tirecats. So they flip the switch in a big way. And sometimes when you have a backup quarterback playing, you never know what's going to happen. Some of the trends that have been going on all season long, they sometimes reverse. And Schultz was playing. I felt the Argonauts played good defense for the most part. But a couple plays was that one of Tim White really sparked this offense. And once the momentum got going for Hamilton, it was tough to stop. So that'll do it from the hammer tonight. Final score, 34-27. And for the entire crew, Natea J, our on-site engineer and stats guy and spotter and uh, official runner down to the officials' uh, room, Nick McVicker and Luca Moya. Outstanding job back at Agent Court tonight as well. Uh, the game next week will not be on TSN 1050. There's a World Junior game, so we'll be streaming it. Uh, we'll find out the details. I would assume it'll be on TSN 1050, uh, the website there. We'll try and get it up on argonauts.ca as well. So keep following us and get out to the game next week as the Argos take on Calgary. Home field advantage key and a great deal as the Argos will uh, grant you free admission into the CNE should you buy a ticket for the game against Stampeders. For the entire crew, my name is Mike Hogan. Thank you so much for listening tonight, and a good night from Tim Hortons Field in Hamilton.